0: Well, friends, I've entitled the message this morning goals, hashtag goals, because I want us to live into what God wants for us. We want to follow God's and God's goals for us. Um, And I want to kind of release us from getting sidetracked. Who here gets sidetracked? You know, back when uh, Target was open, we were shopping in person more. Whew, that store was good at sidetracking you. They placed their their most affordable and seasonally attractive items right as you entered the store. You just zoom in and say, oh, wow, look, I don't have any spring decor, do I? Oh, look, a toy for the kids. They are bored, only $2, super sidetracked. I get on my phone to, you know, look up something important, maybe a recipe for dinner, maybe, you know, a good educational activity for the kids. And then, oh, look, I can check my social media. Maybe somebody sent me an important email. And then 20 minutes later, getting sidetracked on our phones is one thing. We can also get sidetracked in life. We've got a number of wonderful ladies in this church who have been making masks, uh, for friends and families, got the best designs. Uh, my mask is a cute dinosaur one made by uh, a woman in this church. What would happen if these ladies go into uh, Walmart? I know it's a gender. Is there any men who are sewing masks in this church? Okay, uh, if one of these ladies goes into Walmart, you know you got to head to one of the back aisles to get the fabric to get all all of your supplies, and it's pretty well picked over. And you enter the the front and um, look beach displays. Why? you do need sunscreen and those bugs are serious you get better well you just you better get that instead and instead you you go in well this is what's out front i i should get this no thankfully that's not happening to these women and hopefully for us as children of god we are children of god we get what we came for we get what we came for we stick to our goals that's our inheritance that's our goal as children of God. We're going to look at what God has to say to us about that this morning. Um, we're going to be in the book of Colossians. This is a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Colossia about who they are, what their goals is, what they have to live into as followers of Jesus. Chapter 3, verses 1-3. Through twelve, Please read with me if you've got a Bible around, Bible app on your phone. Um, I'd love for you to read with me and see the, the words, the text yourself as we turn to Holy Scripture this morning. Uh, Colossians 3, verses 1 through 12. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, we're followers of Jesus. You have been raised to new life with Christ. Set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Set your mind on things above. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to this whole world, you will share with him in glory. We have totally new life, dead to this world. You have a new life in Christ that's going to be revealed in glory lest you think this is all some spiritual, you know, pie-in-the-sky thing. So, put to death the sinful, earthly things lurking within you. I got some stuff lurking within me. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality. Sex is good within the commitment, the boundaries of marriage, impurity, lust, evil desires. Don't be greedy. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these things, sins, The anger of God is coming, wanting more, wanting desires, wanting more money, this and that. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now hmm, that doesn't even matter to you. That has no hold, no claim on you. Now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, gossip, dirty language. The words that come from your mouth are true and pure don't lie to each other for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and be like him doesn't that sound lovely doesn't that sound refreshing doesn't that sound free and good be like your creator in this new life it doesn't matter if you are a jew or a gentile one of these major religious divides these don't matter if you're circumcised or uncircumcised barbaric uncivilized even slave or free person that was the biggest divider you could possibly have these things don't matter christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us since god shows you to be the holy people that he loves you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy kindness humility gentleness and patience this is what jesus looks like he's humble kind tender patient this is what followers of jesus look like kind and humble and patient make allowance for each other's fault bear with each other forgive anyone who offends you we need more forgiveness for offense remember the lord forgave you so you must forgive others above all Clothe yourselves with the love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Our natural habitat is the presence of God. When we step out of our natural habitat, out of the good oxygen, we, we start to struggle. We gasp for air. We flail around. We, 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 we compensate. We are made to live, not just visit on Sunday mornings. We're made to live in the presence of God and set our heart heart and our mind on things above so what does it mean to set our heart on things above does it mean we think about Jesus a lot we're we're always praying we're thinking spiritual thoughts sure I think when we look at this passage it means that we see spiritual realities as a viable here and now option for our lives it means that we, we, when we set our heart on things above, it means that we see an alternate reality for ourselves and our communities, and we choose that. It means that we choose again and again the higher ways of God over the false compromises and dichotomies and choices of this world. It does not mean living the same life spiritually. Look at what it says. It says, you died to this life and your real life is hidden with christ and god we have a whole new totally different life if you're around church a lot you'll hear the phrase accept jesus into your life It's a fine phrase you know we want to open our hearts, welcome Jesus in. But we don't accept Jesus into, you know, have a seat on the couch, stay, stay there, you know, sit, sit there. Jesus is not the, the frosting on, on the cupcake of our life. A better phrase is that actually Jesus accepts us into his life. We don't accept Jesus into our life. Jesus accepts us into his life. We surrender. We give away our rights and our life. And Jesus takes us into himself It totally changes everything you know when I got married I did think that it would change my life in some ways shared decisions I married a guy from Ohio so you know it's a possibility that I even moved back to Ohio but he liked me the way I was and I thought fundamentally wouldn't really change me I just you know have the same life and a good man to come back home to in the evenings I of course certain things I anticipated changing. Uh, you know how some people have a junk drawer in their house? I had a junk room in my house and it, it was my bedroom. I thought it was perfect. No one goes in there. No one sees you. You can just throw all your stuff in there. I knew that would have to change. Uh, my family of origin, we ate dinner. It was basically a last resort. It's like 745. You'd done everything else you wanted to do in your day and finally like, well, I guess I've got nothing else to do. I might as well eat dinner we've been married for about two weeks it's uh 5 30. my husband says hey i'm hungry i say so am i let's eat a snack and keep going with our day um some things obviously changed uh, at a more superficial level but ultimately marriage emerging two lives has really changed me how much more if our life if our life is accepted into jesus's life totally changes us we have a whole new life a whole new set of goals it means that heaven is our goal now they say that some christians are so heavenly minded they're no earthly good but the truth is that jesus came not to get us into heaven when we die but to get heaven into us here and now i've entitled this message hashtag goals because we want to live into what God wants. We want to follow God's goals and purpose for us. What is God's goals for us uh, individually and as a community? Well, good news is we, we know that. Uh, We see a picture of it both in the beginning of the Bible, what God wants for us, his original design. And at the end, we see a vision, a prophetic vision of what God wants to bring this world to. Uh, Revelations chapter 21. I'll read it for you guys real quick. I saw a new heavens and a new earth. For the old heavens and the old earth had disappeared. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eye. There will be no more death, no sorrow no crying, no pain, for the old order of things is gone. But cowards and the corrupt, murderers, immorals, their fate is the second death. To all who are thirsty, I will freely give from the springs of the water of life. And all who are victorious will inherit these blessings. I will be their God. They will be my children. Uh, I saw a very large crowd. No one could count from every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every race, every group gathered before the throne. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. We look forward. As followers of Jesus, we are about to change. We have a totally new, different life. We want the radical change of your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven we want our choices to be informed by the realities of what jesus has done we set our mind on the things above we want what god wants spiritual realities are actually viable options for us the key events in our worldview are jesus's life death resurrection and coming again this world wants us to live on its terms Limited, bounded, choosing between different sins to condone, not moving forwards, not heaven on earth, not having your will be done. You know, it's just so easy to compromise. You know, I think about, you know, politics, you know, Trump, Hillary, Biden, who's better, who's worse. Like, friends, we are not limited to this sphere. We point forwards. We point Forwards and yes in November I will vote, you will vote, but we do not have two choices in life. If we do not lean forwards, who will? If we do not hope and point to something more, who will? You look at everything that's happening in our world today and the uh violence and, and racism and friends, we do not have to choose between innocent killings of, of human life and 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 protests and 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 looting. Like who who lied to you and told you we have to choose which sins to condemn or condone? That is a worldly perspective. We as a church are pro-life, womb to to tomb. Life is a bigger concern than material things. I with most Christian leaders support the right to peaceful protest. We as Christians are just as a given against racism in all its forms, structural and systematic. And I'll be honest, sometimes setting my heart on things above, going for the the God's goal, keeping my mind on on heavenly things and what God wants seems like a lot we're still working on the basics here but then I look in Jesus eyes as he a melanated man of a persecuted religious group killed by violent political state hung on the cross dying dead and when I look at Jesus, broken and beaten, I know what our goal is. It is the restoration of every person to the full dignity and glory as people created in the image of God. And for his people, every group, every race, every nation, to be together with God, dwelling with God in our center, in our midst, where there will be no more crying. Or pain for the old order of things has passed away and when I look at Jesus dying dead oh it seems like a viable option heaven on earth what the world needs from us from you from me is to be super clear on Jesus' imperative against racism. Be super clear on God's heart for justice. It's all throughout the Bible. And to hope to lean forwards for more. We want what God wants. Hope is a powerful thing, you know. I know I've been saying to not spend so much time on social media as much to myself as to anyone else. Uh, one of our folks here, Dasha, she posted a great quote from Brian Stevenson: "Hope is a superpower. Hope is a superpower. Hope is from God. Hope is faith." applied to the future hope is trust in god's love hope is a passion for the possible that god is working and we will see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living i think about a good family friend i was talking to a couple weeks back and they're a uh, uh, stage ahead of us uh, in their family and um her daughter kind of uh, had a, a decade of uh you know, uh, making some life choices that were not so ideal, got, got pregnant at a very young age and it was just uh, incredible turmoil um, and um, yeah, the, the home was not a, a good place. And uh, she said to me uh, recently, she said, I thought I always had to choose between making my kid better and encouraging and loving her. In really just the last couple of years, she's learned to point forwards, to not choose between two bad choices, compromises, false dichotomies, but to move forwards in love. And in some ways, not much has changed in her household, but she says in other ways, everything Everything has totally changed. Their relationship has reconciled. Her daughter is coming back to church. They have great times together. There is love enough in Jesus. There are deep wells. The old order of things has passed away. The new has come. If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old is gone. The new is come. You have been raised with Christ. You are. I can now walk in love humility patience kindness we want to set our hearts on things above we believe in forwards we live in forwards as we move into a time of worship if you want to join me in setting your mind on things above seeing kind of how this works out what is God calling you into um, I invite you if you want to take a piece of paper and just kind of Write down something that you're kind of struggling with. It could be um, personal, family, um, emotional, uh, very much uh, what's happening right now in our country. And um, I think we always do have some of these false dichotomies. We have to compromise. Choose which sin we're okay with letting go. Um, but love draws us forwards. What is love drawing you forwards into as you examine that situation in your life? Let the Lord speak to you. See if He's drawing you in to something more in His love, drawing you into forwards. In our church, we will move forwards. We have a strong sense of hope. A new season, revival, even. Uh, in your family you may have been through some really rough times we don't have to choose between problems we don't have acceptable sins we move forwards into more into hope let's pray as we move into a time of worship here we want to take on god's perspective live into his goals pray with him your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Jesus, we set our mind on things above. We say that what you have done for us, when we look at everything that you have done for us, we believe death could not hold you down. You rose to life again. There is nothing that your love cannot accomplish in our lives. We look to you for change. We look to you for hope and purpose. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we've never done this before. As a family, uh, we've never been quarantined like this. As individuals, we've never faced this particular set of challenges before. As a nation, we've never faced this before with social media, with this and, and that. Jesus, you are leading us into a new season, into a new place we believe because we have faith in who you are. That's for good purposes. Would you change us as we lean into the new life that's hidden in you? And when you come, it will be revealed in glory. Thank you, Jesus. We love you and we trust you. We settle our hearts right now on you. In Jesus' name.